to Teachers Off Duty. If you've never joined us before, my name is Rebecca Rogers. I'm R. Rogers World on all social media platforms. I'm Lauren Woolley, Mrs. Woolley in fifth on all socials. I'm Honest Teacher Vibes. Bree Richardson. Why I don't give out my government name, name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And we don't give out listen, that kind of person. You don't person. have to give it out. They know it anyway. <laughs> right, you're right, you're right. And this month, or for these next few episodes, we have an awesome guest. If you've been with us for a while, you might recognize him from last Thanksgiving. We have Josh Monroe. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Thank you for having me. My name's Josh Monroe. I teach fifth grade in Omaha, Nebraska, and I'm at Mr. Monroe and Nala on all social media. Nala. We should have had Nala come. We should have had Nala oh, come. Tell oh everyone my gosh, who Nala if is. you would have brought Nala. I posted, I posted that I was coming down and somebody asked, where's Nala? I know. For those who don't know, who is Nala? So Nala Nala is my seven-year-old Westie, but she's also a certified therapy dog that um, joins me in my classroom. Love that Nala. is literally so every day. Cool. And then like, you know, just chills with all the kids. It was, okay, I saw that video of like Nala's last day at school and like with a kid that didn't get to say goodbye. So you oh. brought her again. I like bawled my eyes out. I'm like, that was so sweet. <laughs> and Nala just the sat there the thing. whole time and listened. It was so cute. No, dude, you're literally like, every time I watch your videos, I'm like, he's literally the Mr. Rogers of teaching. Yes, he is. It's because like, we must be related. I'm like, I'd be yelling at my kids, and he's like really calm, like, hey, guys. And I'm like, if y'all don't sit down, it's about to be something. And I'm like, mm, maybe I should try to be L- like Listen, Mr. I'm not going to lie. There were some moments this year where like, I, after something had already occurred, I was like, now, how would Josh have handled this? And I'm like, <laughs> I do that I'm like not the way that I just I did. Josh Monroe might be one Shark of the breaths. nicest <laughs> yeah. humans ever. But yeah. it's so interesting because Nala is a therapy dog. And something that we are going to be talking about today is one of some of the reasons that teachers really need summer break. Or like therapy. The, like the, the trauma therapy. that they deal with <laughs> yeah. oh, during the school year and just need the summer to really just get through it, deal with it, you know, get their lives a little Can bit more Can you imagine that now? No, I was just going to say, and we know that we literally just had like kind of a discussion like this in a past episode, but a lot has transpired since then. And mm-hmm. I think we all know right. what we're talking about here. So we're going to, you know, kind of talk about a little bit of that and, you know, our thoughts on those things well, and just. Also, you know, our, our last episode was why teachers are leaving, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's still a lot correlate. of teachers who are not leaving and right. they still have to deal with all the crazy all the trauma all of the insanity that they have right, to deal with right. from the year wouldn't y'all say that a lot of teachers like i get y'all know i do the teacher stories uh, right. series on youtube and from listening to those teacher stories the amount of teachers across the united states that have developed ptsd because of some of the yeah. things that they mm-hmm. deal with from teaching right is astounding well i know Scary. some of the stories that some people have sent me in the past you know and i remember i was on the phone with brie talking about oh the teacher that got sent to the hospital and she was like oh do you mean the one that was choked by the computer cord no the one this that looked one, like right. it's, it's, the other it's ridiculous one. that there's so many different stories and if yeah. you if you aren't familiar with either of these stories one that someone sent me was a student approached a teacher mm-hmm. asking, you know, talk, wanted to talk about the, her, their grade, wanting right. to raise their grade. Because this was on the news, right? Right, like it was yes. In the news. Like I, I've made sure, like, all of them, all of these have been in the news. Right, right, right. And she said, you know, the teacher said, there's not much we can do about your grade right now, but, like, let's see what our options are. She goes to sit by her desk. He comes up behind her with a computer cord and starts strangling her. And she wakes up in sh- just on the floor, and he's trying to put a cabinet over her. That's horrible. And he's yelling at her, and like just trigger warning, just for anyone listening, right. like, can you hurry up and die? <gasps> like, just hurry Was up. Was that in the article? 
Yes. Wow. Yes. It's Did like one of the only things uh-huh. that she remembers is that he was just standing up over her because like, hel- I guess help was coming and he knew it and he was just yelling at her, wow. hurry up and die. See, but this, the sad thing is, is that for a lot of wow. people, that's not uncommon. Like, right. I mean, at the... And I talked about this in the last episode um, about this, but like, you know, in the district I used to teach in, you know, it wasn't uncommon for teachers to get hit or kicked Mm. or scratched Mm -hmm. or punched or things destroyed. And it's like, you know, you only you can only take so much of that before it starts to really eat away at your soul. And And I feel like I feel like uh, having a teacher like I know we you know, you probably like y'all hype me up too much, but please (laughs) continue. No, but your students deal with a lot of trauma. They come from homes and backgrounds where they endure, some of them endure daily trauma. You know, some of them have had like big trauma events. Some of the things, some of the ways that like that student, the way that he reacted to that teacher, imagine if he had had a teacher like Josh who was trauma conscious right. and who had a therapy dog, how different. Because your kids are going to re- always remember my fifth grade teacher. I remember the way that he talked to me. I remember the way that he cared. I remember the grace that he had for me. And I remember he always had Nala in his classroom. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been that particular thing is probably changing the trajectory of some of your kids lives. Yeah, I think I, the way that we talk to kids is ultra important, right? Right, right. They, they need to know that we care for them. But it's also important that we get stories that you guys are telling out there too, right? Like, I don't think a lot of society realizes what teachers deal with. Right. And right. you and I teach elementary. So it's one thing if we get kicked by mm-hmm. a kindergartner or even a fifth grader. It's different when you're talking about kids that can really hurt you. They're bigger than you. Right. Right. And if you're not, if you're not trained in like CPI, which is mm-hmm. crisis prevention, mm-hmm. What do you do? Right. Exactly. Right. Because I heard a story about a teacher that's getting in trouble for breaking up a fight where this kid had a stapler, but he pushed him away and they're suing the teacher. Like stuff what? like that's not okay. For for just pushing a kid? For protecting himself. Yeah. Oh, but he wasn't trained. Wow. He wasn't doing it the correct way i'm sorry you know, but if a kid's but, coming at me with a stapler I, I mean i wouldn't even think about that that would be like <laughs> a, be a, a, a reaction, reaction. Right. Right. right 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 we have a right to protect ourselves do and i don't, right I don't think a lot of society ourselves. realizes right those types of things that yes. we deal with daily right. because our students have gone and through the trauma. craziness is a lot of like just going based off that story that you told me I thought of another story. <laughs> yeah, Becca does this every single episode, and we love it because we love her. She is America's storyteller. But the the problem is a lot of times, like when it, a lot of times the big problem is there aren't procedures in place of Absolutely. teaching teachers or helping teachers in those kinds of situations. Another follower sent me another story that teaches a special needs class, mm-hmm. right? And there was one like student... Like self-contained or inclusive. Yes, like self-contained. self-contained yeah. And one student was very aggressive, very physical with the other kids, very aggressive with the other teachers. And one day he was, you know, having a meltdown and one of the teachers was like, we need to separate him, help him calm down. Mm-hmm. So she took him into another room Within five minutes, they heard her on the walkie screaming for help 
by the time they got there, she was completely like unconscious on the oh floor. She needed surgery. And it's at the, like, you know, this is a special needs child. There's a lot that he can't help. But at the same time, there are not procedures. There are not things there in place to things, help right. that teacher. There's not clearly not enough staff. The, right. the school is not supplied. They're not supplying the teachers with what they need right. to be able to help these students. Right. So like on one extreme, we have kids who are just purposefully aggressive going and targeting teachers then we also have kids who need additional support right. but the support isn't there yeah. and in both of these extremes we have teachers who are really suffering right. who are going yeah. to the hospital who are having surgery and i know that last week we talked about teachers that are leaving because of it but there are still a lot of educators who are trying to power through and be there for these kids, and how do they deal with this right. over summer, knowing yeah. that it could, they could be next? Well, self-contained, yeah. too. Like, the teachers, the stories that people send me, a lot of their stories have to do with um, teaching a self-contained SPED class, and those self-contained SPED classes, y'all, they do not have enough teachers. They do not no. have the supports that they need, and it's almost like sometimes they justify oh, well, I know the teacher, their arm got broken or they got hurt really bad, but what can they expect? They're in a self-contained class. And I'm like, just because the class is self-contained doesn't mean that the teacher, there shouldn't be some protections and some policies and procedures in place. Exactly. Because wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree, Josh, that like in your classroom, policies and procedures and structure helps cut down on a lot of like it helps prevent a lot of 100%. Yeah, and that, that's something that I love about my school is that we have a lot of those things in mm -hmm. place. And when a student gets to a place that they have shown they can't be successful in our classroom, there's another building that they go right. to. Um, it's not self-contained. It's called um, SBS. So it's for skills and behaviors. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But they go there and then they work to mainstream back into right. general ed classrooms. So right. I, okay. we, we have a building like that where I'm at. And like the one student I had this year, um, he's actually, you know, we, we were looking into options of, you know, well, what would work best for him? And he's like, it's like one of those situations where you're torn because you love the kid mm -hmm. and you don't want to have to, you know, right, right. you know, not have them in your room, but you have to like think what's best for them and what would be their least restrictive environment at that time. And then, you know, maybe it can change, but it's, you know, it's not, you know, this idea that like we're trying to ship away kids or like get rid of them by any means. It's like, you know, they're not being successful in the environment they're being placed in and we have to do something about it not just for the teacher but for the kid too i mean th right. there's that student is also suffering by right. maintaining 100%. yeah that status in that classroom that they're in our job is to put them in places where they can be successful right right right, right. that doesn't as, always necessarily mean it's my class and that right. doesn't mean that i don't love you as, right. as yes. a person right. absolutely and i'm gonna help you be successful yeah and it's also oh sorry Brie, go that's ahead, okay go ahead. i was just gonna say like summer break is a time because a lot of times during the school year things are so crazy teachers don't have time to process the things that are happening right. to them mm -hmm. so summer is a time where i feel like teachers can i mean even even teachers that are moms like 
the times like we can spend extra time with our kids or we can have time to process the school year and all the stuff that happened to us because like some of our kids that grew up enduring daily trauma there are teachers that go into schools and they endure daily trauma right whether it be a kid in their classroom that's tearing up their classroom because they're having a tantrum or they're having a meltdown and there's no systems and structures in place whether it be a overbearing um admin whether it be another colleague like i know sometimes as a teacher there are certain there are certain behaviors that kids exhibit that when you walk into your classroom for that particular classroom as a teacher you may not realize it but you automatically have anxiety in your body yeah so summer to me like is a time where you can process the things that happen during the school year you can rest and relax and spend time with your family but unfortunately you know teachers a lot of teachers don't really get to relax over summer because they have to have a second job um or you know their kids are out of school and they're spending time with their kids but a lot of teachers don't rest over summer break because they don't make a lot of money so yeah they have to work a second job just a reminder we don't get paid for the summer i gotta make a clarification because i Okay, with the one episode we talked about, like, the misconceptions of teaching, and we mentioned that we don't get paid over the summer, there were a lot of people that were like, well, I get paid over the summer. I'm not saying you don't receive a paycheck. I'm saying you're getting paid for those 180 or 180 whatever days you work during the school year, and it's spread over 12 months. Right. You're not not, paid They're not getting paid. You're not actively earning income in the summer when you're at you home. Just spread it just out. Just had to clarify. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Like, any time we either as a podcast or individually or like we teachers don't get paid for summer there's always a few people that are like well i do no no you get paid for the 10 months you're in school just because you spread it out over the year doesn't mean you're getting any more money right you don't get paid for summer months the amount of things that people think they know about yes. teaching and think they know it's like <laughs> you wouldn't be able to walk a mile like you no. wouldn't be you would literally run out of our classrooms with your hair on fire yes. everybody thinks i had a teacher so i know how to right now right. i went to school so i can be a teacher like it's an entirely it different works. ball game like okay so another reason teachers need summer break is you know we obviously know what's been in the news in right. recent weeks Absolutely. the tragedies that have been going on across the country um, you know, the one in particular I'm speaking about, I'm sure everyone knows, Uvalde, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, let me just say from all of us, our, our hearts go out to every single family that was affected by that tragedy. And it is honestly a disgrace to our country that things like that still happen here. And, you know, I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but for myself, I things need to change. And you I'm know, tearing up again. I, I, I mean, get, it's I'm so upset to. about I know, it. I get so angry. Uh, it's a it's a tough subject to talk about, and but it's an important one to talk about because there there's absolutely no reason that we should have lost 19 lives. Like, there's no reason whatsoever. And you know, uh, those teachers, I know they're they're being called heroes, and they absolutely are, but. We shouldn't have to be called heroes. Like, we should be able to go to our jobs. Those kids should be able to go to school and feel safe and feel loved and be able to learn without feeling threatened. And it's sad that this is still happening, even though it continues to happen and we keep this cycle going of, oh, 
There is another mass shooting. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. We need to make a change. No changes happen. Another mass shooting. Like, it's just a cycle that keeps going on and on and on. And it's like, when is enough enough? Right. And I mean, I'll speak as a mother. When I saw those parents waiting outside of the civic center to see if their kids were chills right now i I mean but it's something that we we got to talk about but those parents i will never forget i cannot get this one particular mom's face out of my mind because imagine sitting there at the civic center as a parent waiting to see if your kids are going to come out Mm. and those parents that were still sitting there at the end and their kids did not come out they should not nobody should have to should have to deal with that we need we need policy change we need procedures we need things to protect these kids in school some of these some of these schools these kids are sitting ducks these teachers are sitting ducks like this this is not okay we need some we need some change i know everybody's first thought you know was you know well two first thoughts actually one of them was oh well there's not enough door security in the school do you know how much security there is at a school like there there's usually you know typically one way in and out of the school during the school day that you're allowed to enter and exit all of the other doors are locked at all times there's no way to get in aside from the main school entrance and even then you have to be at least at my school you have to be buzzed in by the secretary you cannot get in the building just you know opening the door everyone's first thought and i've seen it going around on tiktok i know you made a video about it i'm sure uh, like there are hundreds of other teachers that have replied to it but there are people out there that are saying the solution to this problem with the guns is more guns by saying let teachers carry and i'm going to be the first one to say if that was ever put in place i'm sorry i don't even care if it's like a you can choose to carry i'm out I'm a quit. Like, I don't care. I, I, I That's not the solution. That's More guns is solution. not the solution. There are so many issues that I have with that. Oh, well, just arm teachers. There are so many issues that I have with it. Like, first of all, it really bothers me how, you know, teachers are not trusted to do their job. They're not trusted to teach their curriculum. They're not trusted to use the their books. degree. We're going to ban some of these books. You books. can't pick right. a library book, but, but you want to give gun. me a gun? And like that, it's, it's baffling. I, I made a video about that, and the number of people in the comments that were like, "Well, why can't the teachers who want to carry carry?" And I'm like, "That wasn't even the point of what These I'm saying. The right. problem no idea is, what with. you trust teachers with a gun in the classroom, but you don't trust them to pick a the library book, well, and that bothers me. You don't me. want us to talk about families that have two dads, but right. but, but you, you want right, us you right, want us to right, be able right, to carry right, around right, a gun. Right. Where there's kids that you just told the story where he comes behind and strangles a teacher. Exactly. Think about if that happened. I'm like, exactly. that, and that's the hill you want to die on. Like that's what bothers and me if that and happened to that teacher and they had a gun and that kid took it and did you something know think it would about, be the teacher's fault yes, you know it would be the teacher's yes. fault. and what happens if there is a shooter does the teacher have to go towards the shooter well, like that's what they're, saying. they're saying that the threat, that's not on us. everyone's saying the threat could have been eliminated immediately i as a okay i i am a gun owner i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hide that i have a gun uh, you know we keep it safe it's in a safe it's unloaded okay. i'm not anti-guns yeah. right but there are definitely one. hold on there are definitely things that need to be done to make it more difficult to get them and these these semi-automatic and automatic rifles like why do we have those and why does well, the only purpose one? of those machines is to kill we don't need those in civilized society where we're just you know living our daily lives and i, I will take that stance and i don't care if you hate me for it like well here's my that's thing. just not it's not necessary here's my thing too when stuff happened on planes even after 9-11 y'all didn't ban planes 
Y'all just put policies and procedures and systems in place. Why the freak are we talking about banning guns? Put right. some freaking systems and policies right. in place to protect teachers. And just I'm not like going to be the one the to freaking airplane. Like if they if they made that a thing where teachers had to carry like for one thing I said I would quit, but if I didn't, I would not like I, I could not fathom, you know, it being in that situation and having to take somebody else's life. I'm not a police that is officer. not what I signed up for. So, and no. usually it's a student or a past student. Yes. Right. Not I couldn't how do it. You, how do you do right. that? You want that is, me to go up against police. one of my old kids? I don't care if they tormented me the entire year. Absolutely not. But it's like people are like, Oh well, you're not gonna protect the ones you have No, I would do everything in my power to protect the children Just in like my classroom. Those teachers and Uvalde did. But I exactly but I refuse to have a gun in my classroom that is not yeah. the solution and i have people in my comments on instagram when i made a video about this and i i just you know made a statement saying that things needed to change and you know, there are people that are like you know it, they're turning it into some kind of team sport where it's like you're on one side or the other and they're like well what, what I, i'd be interested to hear what your proposed solution is I'm like just policies that make right. it more difficult to get I, these types I of weapons like went through an actual like i had a real code red at my school a i few know years i ago. remember you I remember and, you telling uh, us. luckily like everything was fine like no one was injured like the situation was handled but at the time you know we were just told this is a real code red we were in lockdown it was during lunch so you know who practices code red during lunch the kids right? are all out. we were just yeah. grabbing children in throwing them in classrooms i shared a room with another teacher at the time i handed her the fire extinguisher and i said literally if someone gets in that door because i had some of my model un kids in that room like i I mean you know those giant scissors yeah i literally grabbed one in each hand literally felt like wolverine for a second i literally Not wolverine had friend. to mentally prepare myself and i told my co-teacher and not a co-teacher we just shared the room i told them if they come in you spray the crap at them and i had to mentally prepare myself yeah. like i'm going to have to do every single thing that i can yeah to protect these kids and i shouldn't have had to have done that right well and the other thing okay so like my school uh and i was telling you guys about this my my last day of school was may 27th and uh i'm sitting in my in my makeup table in the morning getting ready the high school starts at 7 30 we start at 8 30 I'm getting ready in the morning and I get an all call that says um, that we're holding this, the high school kids on the buses and there was an unfounded like social media post threat or whatever. So they said they would come back with updates in like 20 minutes and we're like, okay, so I'm still getting ready for work and then we get a call a few minutes later and this was the same week, obviously, that the shooting happened in Texas and um, they said that they're canceling the last day of school. They sent all the kids home on the buses and um, they were like, uh, you know, out of just an abundance of caution, we're just going to, you know, cancel the last day of school and send everyone home. So I texted my principal and I was like, OK, so uh, like they said, students are going home. Like, does staff still report? Like, what do we do? And at first, which I know, like, she was in the moment just trying to figure out what was going on. But at first, she was like, yes, still report. And in my mind, I was like, so if the students are going home, right. why is it safe for if, me to be there? If it's not safe for them. But then, like, two seconds later, she was like, wait, no, stay home. And we were like, okay. But, like, I guess there was a, a student that had, um, you know, made a, a threat of some sort in a homework assignment that they had done. And so they literally had to sweep the school for a bomb threat on the last day of school. And I'm like, this is this is the stuff we're talking about. Right. It's we are terrified right. to go to work. And it's right. like it shouldn't be that way. The amount of teachers and kids that didn't 
go to work or send their kids to school the next right. day like my daughter that's starts, terrifying my daughter starts preschool in august and i'm i'm scared like mm-hmm. i'm scared and i know like people are like don't live in a state of fear i'm not living in a state of fear i'm living in the reality of those parents in uvalde or those kids the the kids and the parents in sandy hook if they if somebody had to call and tell me somebody shot my baby at school like it's it's not a state of fear it is reality right exactly if we don't do something if we don't make changes we're going to repeat what we've done for the last 30 years why is it okay for why is it okay that you know one one mass shooting takes place in other countries and they have an automatic ban on these assault rifles and weapons like that and have you heard of another mass shooting in those places no right and yet in America, we just live in this reality of this cyclical, okay, there's a mass shooting, thoughts and prayers, mass shooting, thoughts Bad and prayers. Bad people are always going to get guns. Yeah, and everyone's just okay with it. And, it, and it, like every argument that I've seen, um, you know, I've seen people like, you know, break them down and kind of tear them apart. And then it boils down to, I don't care, I want my guns. And it's like, you know... I, I hate to say it like that, but that's what it boils down to. If you really don't care about those 19 children and teachers that were killed for no reason other than, you know, someone with a mental health problem that was able to easily grab a gun at 18 years old. Right. Well, here's my thing. There's no excuse. Here's my thing, too. Why can't you buy an assault rifle at 18? You can't buy a pack of cigarettes till you're 21 and you can't rent a car till you're 25 and your dang brain ain't developed all the way till you turn 25. Why can't you walk in a store and buy an assault rifle? And no disrespect to what you said about mental health because some of these people genuinely are mentally ill. Right. But some of these people are evil because I have I have mental health uh, things that I've been diagnosed with PTSD and major depressive disorder. I don't like being lumped into a group of people that I walk in because I am not homicidal. I might have a mental illness, but I'm not homicidal. I'm not going to walk in somewhere and shoot people. Some people, it's not mental illness. Some of these people are just genuinely evil. Well, and then there was a there was a um, a shooting at a hospital that happened oh, yeah, a few weeks ago, that. and there was one in um, Dayton, Ohio, and I I don't remember where the other one was, but the the one guy it was i think they said it was because he was like he went to the hospital trying to get help for his mental health issues mm-hmm. that he that he had going on and he was denied because of his insurance and then he came back and shot up the the hospital it's like well everyone's everyone's first argument is it's not guns don't kill people people kill people and it's like okay well then why are we not even funding mental health things now, too now i do agree that we have a mental health problem in this country Mm -hmm. i 100% agree with that if somebody that struggles with mental health we definitely 100% have a mental health problem in this country and sometimes i know there are a lot of teachers that like they need mental health services but they don't necessarily have the money i know school insurance sometimes they say you know we have the best insurance but some stuff insurance doesn't cover Mm -hmm. i think of now the position that i'm in to be able to afford to pay for counseling that is not was not necessarily covered by my insurance and as a teacher i mean i remember when i was a teacher before i started social media i didn't have an extra 20 dollars at the end of the month let alone be able to uh go to counseling uh and, and work through and talk through some things their mental illness can literally drive you crazy yeah like the different the different types of mental illnesses the different 
types of disorders that people deal with, that stuff can really cause that stuff can really cause you to be crazy. So I do agree that some of these people that are going in and shooting up places have a mental illness. But some of these people are just evil in their heart. They don't it ain't got nothing to do with with mental illness. But there are certain countries that have similar gun laws to the United States and they don't have nearly as many mass shootings because the United States definitely we have a mental illness problem. And you're so right that a lot of teachers at the end of the month do not have like the excessive income to be able to get the things that they need to help their mental health. Mm-hmm. And you know, the average starting salary in my state is thirty five thousand yeah, dollars. You can't do so nothing with you that. wanna pay teachers thirty five thousand dollars but you want them to be the Avengers too? Right. Like, yeah, no, I you're tripping. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's too much. Both of them. Y'all no. sound like admin. No. Asking for it's, too much. No, and you know, <laughs> admin be but admin anytime admin come in. Hey, now nah, you know. be with the foolishness when you come in and say, hey. No, and, and I'm sorry if I'm taking, if I'm like, you know, having any hot takes today. I don't, I'm no, sorry if you feel that friend. way. Uh-huh. You hot go, take, but like, friend, but that, this is something that really irritates me because it's something that we can do something about. Absolutely. And it, it's just like, we're not doing anything at all. <laughs> and because it's, it's like, going to boil down to people arguing they side. Right. And I'm like, I ask somebody, why would you need an assault rifle. They were like, well, some people use it to hunt. Some people, that's how they feed their family. You use an assault <laughs> rifle to hunt? Yeah, I almost slap. I was like, what? You know what? I'm finna lick your tongue out because I'm finna smack the taste out your mouth. Just go ahead. That, oh lick my your gosh. tongue out. Just lick, put your tongue I out. Can't. I can't. I can't. We, we talked about what other countries are doing, and I don't know all of their policies, oh, but we right. can look yeah, at stats know. to see the difference right. of yeah. 288 school shootings compared to the next closest country, which is at like 20 right yeah there's a huge difference there right there's something that we're not doing right that the rest of the world is and it's time for us to realize we're not doing great things no right and people have a problem with i i and i said this in a video i made too i was like why are we protecting a sentence that was written you know hundreds of years ago mm-hmm. and they're like well if we start changing that what else is going to change? I'm like, that's what amendments right, are for. That's exactly what I come that's back literally, with. You didn't pay attention in government because that's <laughs> what amendments talking. are for. No one they, didn't teach us, they didn't teach us that in school. Yes, they did. You was Women talking. couldn't vote before. Okay. That was an amendment. We, we got rid of alcohol. No one ever right. paid attention back. in those classes <laughs> ever. I'm like, listen to me. I didn't pay they attention. Yeah. My friend said, I'm going to tell you how much I didn't pay attention in school. One of my college friends was like, he was going to uh, scoop ice cream in Maine for the summer. Summer, and I was like, oh, "You got, uh, you got your passport to go over there." He was like, "A passport to go to Maine?" Oh, no. I was like, "You, Great. you." And then another one of my friends was like, "He, he was from Alaska." He was like, "Yeah, I'm going home to Alaska." I was like, "Oh, you got your passport?" Bree, <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all, no. I was, oh, I was foolish. I, I failed like, that class. I feel like when we were in Atlanta, we kind of played <laughs> some geography, dude, uh-huh, show you uh-huh. a map. Be like, hey, like, what, like, what state is that? I was like, "Don't even, don't even ask me, bro. I'm directly trying. Ain't Where's shame Nebraska? neither." <laughs> I ain't shamed neither. Oh my god! I ain't shamed about it. She doesn't do public math and she doesn't do public I geography don't do either. Public math, I don't do geography. <laughs> I can make you laugh, but if you need me to count, we both gonna be up a creek without a battle. Because I can't. But I think the bottom line is that you know a lot of people, a lot of non-teachers like to poke fun of like you can relax over summer, but the reality is over summer is when teachers are really dealing with trauma and feelings of things that have happened 
through like throughout the year whether it happened to them or you know there's a lot of teachers that are having a difficult time with the shootings like Uvalde right now you know mm-hmm. and you see comments online on social media of people saying like oh well the likelihood that it happens to you is so small but yeah, you know I'm sure the Uvalde families thought the same right. thing right. Sandy right. Hook Just families the right thought before. the same thing I'm sure thing. Oxford felt the same way yeah, I'm sure right. Sandy you Hook I'm sure Columbine we can know. name right. them there, all off there are like, people that I went to high school there was a shooting at my high school Millard South in Omaha and I, I wasn't there, but it can happen anyway. Right, right. And it wasn't much long after that that there was a shooting at the mall in Omaha. Right. Exactly. Like, like these things happen because we don't make changes. Right. Yeah. Right. Everyone lives in the mindset of it's not going to happen to me, so I don't care. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers, and then we move on. Say yeah. your thoughts but, and prayers, and then have a voice. Right. 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 But remember, like, remember when vapes and all this stuff first came out? They saw that it was causing teenagers to have like lung issues and stuff like that. So they changed the age that you can buy cigarettes. You can't buy a pack of cigarettes. I don't think till you turn twenty one. But y'all, y'all didn't get rid of cigarettes. Y'all changed the laws on cigarettes because you saw the effects that it was having on kids. So why y'all trying to get rid of guns? Change these policies and procedures. Are y'all stupid or what? Like, are you dumb? Was you born yesterday or what? Like, come on. At this point, teachers, we mad. We're mad as hell. And we we ain't finna be diplomatic or kind about it. We need some change. It's no reason this many kids and teachers should be dying. There ain't no freaking reason those two teachers in Uvalde should have had to cover those freaking kids. It ain't no reason they should have had to identify those freaking kids with dental records or by DNA. Something needs to change. There, I mean, the thing that got me the most, there were two stories I heard about that issue. Um, the first was uh, a mother who literally was begging police to go in and get her kids and she, she was ended going up, in before the, she ran in and got her own damn before kids the before did. the police went in and then the other one there was a 10 year old girl in the classroom that With got the, shot up she and called. she covered herself in blood and acted like she was dead so she could survive that is disgusting and despicable that a 10 year old girl would have to do that and if you don't feel that way then I don't need you to watch our podcast anymore us, you baby. need to go do something Unfollow. about it there were law you know, enforcement going in to get their <laughs> own kids before it's sad they it's, were, you know what else a really lot of sad. people aren't talking about that really grinds my gears like more than anything and not more than it like there's so many things about the situation that like i've just cried about but what has really angered me the last few days is you know everyone's been talking about the teacher left the door open and i've Girl, seen so many we've now <laughs> found didn't they just find that that didn't even happen my blood didn't they I'm pretty sure I saw that they found that that didn't that wasn't even a thing. Why is the first response to victim blame? Exactly. Like, Why? Exactly. Blame, freaking teachers get blamed for everything. I'm sick of these people. I've seen so many posts about oh it's the teachers and blah 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 about the teacher leaving the door open, but I'm pretty sure I saw a thing saying that that wasn't even the case that the door was closed. I'm pretty I'm sure. And I, I oh, I'm I get you, so I'm mad. And they just made it up and just blame the teachers. What? And that, and it's like, whether it be this, like, these are some serious things, you know, school shootings, bomb threats, kids attacking teachers. Like, when you, next time anyone ever thinks to make a statement to a teacher of, well, you can relax over summer, just remember that, like, these are the things that teachers are dealing with and, like, coming to terms with and dealing with the trauma from over their summer break that you think they just sit and do nothing. Every time we see the pictures of those kids... Right. I mean, I I, oh, I, I cry I, every yeah. single time. 
I didn't know those kids, but I see those kids every day. And people, we don't need to look away. Don't no. be looking away. No, don't post, look away. Post their faces. Right. Don't look away. We it need matters. to be uncomfortable. Right. You need to be uncomfortable. And some of these parents, like some of these parents, if they went and sat in their kids' classes and saw how some of these other, like I've had parents when once I, the good thing about the teacher stories thing is that it's giving people, it's giving parents and admin in the district a perspective on this is how y'all's teachers, yeah. these are the things that y'all's teachers are going through. And I have had parents comment and say, child, I went and sat in my son's classroom or my daughter's classroom and those kids are bad as hell. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know, like multiple parents, like how do y'all do this job? And I'm like, you would have to come and walk a mile in our shoes and instead of like you would be able to have empathy and sympathy for what teachers deal with because when we were in school teaching is different now than when we were in school these kids ain't scared of authority parents come in and ask us what we did to their child exactly for them to act like that when when i was in school if you call big tracy then my mama (laughs) your big tracy had to come to that school she was asking what did bria and brianna do me and my twin, she was not looking at that teacher and saying, what you do to my kids for them to act like that. That's why I had to add my Thursday story times because, you know, everyone loves when we tell funny stories and things like that. Yeah, everything ain't, but yeah. then you also have to acknowledge, like, the not-so-pretty yeah, stories and the scary funny, stories. Right. Like, you can laugh all day at the funny ones of the kids saying the ridiculous things and, you know, mm. but at the end of the day, all of the funniness builds up to something that's really not not you know yeah we know this was a heavier episode but we wanted to address some of the things that are going on in education and who would we be as teachers to not talk about what y'all are dealing with just kind of remind the you know teachers know why they need summer break but we Mm -hmm. just kind of want to remind everyone else like what teachers are really dealing with and reliving and coming to terms with so well thank you guys so much for watching we hope that you found this insightful and you know we know we're not the experts on anything but right we just had to give our two cents on those things but uh, make sure you go and check out the youtube video if you haven't seen it follow us on all of our socials and then our merch shop is open now so you can go to shop.boardteachers.com and get our off-duty shirts. I thought Is I was wearing, wearing it, them? but I didn't. Can't no march. Because I, I wanted we'll to wear do it next that time. one. You can get that colors. one. You can get this one too. You can get that one. Mine so you can get the teacher's off-duty logo shirt, but we'll wear another one next episode. All right, guys. Love you. Bye, best friends.